0: Good afternoon, everybody. Wait a minute. Good afternoon. Come on. <laughs> um, contrary to—I uh, don't even know if this is popular opinion, but you know, contrary to the opinions of others, I don't think I'm cool at all. Um, I definitely didn't grow up uh, thinking I was cool. I was popular, but not because I was cool. Um, probably because I, I had a certain amount of uh, independence. And uh self-confidence from a young age. That's probably what made me cool because I always wore like funny clothes and kids were always like, What does she have on? What is that? What are those shoes? Why'd you put those shoes with that shirt? That doesn't match? You know, and then I'd go, you know, it's it's cool. And then like three or four months later they'd have it on. And I said, But wait a minute, you said that my shoes didn't match my shirt. And they say, Well, you know, you know. So I I um I just um <laughs> It's so funny, every time I hear um, someone read, I guess my resume or, or the things that I've accomplished, I, I always sort of feel embarrassed because they're really not my accomplishments to be proud of. You know, um, I'm not even a person who speaks well. <laughs> you know, So to be invited to these types of events always overwhelms me because without the power of God behind everything I do, I really am completely inadequate. I fumble, I always drop the ball every time I try to prepare something. <clears throat> you know, I stutter, I stumble, and you know, what I say is of no effect. But what I found is that every time that I I pray before I speak and I ask God for the confidence and that He be glorified in everything that I say and everything that I do, for some reason, words just come out of my mouth, so please don't be convinced by what people say. I'm not brilliant, I'm not a genius, I'm not even gifted, really. I mean, I'm, I have gifts, but these are things that all come from God and through me. Um, I'm 25 years old, which means that we're not separated you know, by a lot of years. Um, I remember high school like it was 15 minutes ago. And uh, I remember my high school graduation um, I didn't get to go because I was on a set of of Sister Act 2 and like, you know, everybody was kind of like, you know, you're filming a movie, why are you upset? But I was really, really distraught, I was really hurt that I couldn't make it back to my high school graduation because I realized that it was, those things were like so important to me, you know, beyond the, uh, you know, all of the... The films and, the, and, and 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 the media and, and the music and, and the industry things. I really appreciated my friends. I really appreciated my home. I really appreciated uh, graduation, you know. I, I really did. I appreciated. We had a we had a teacher. Um, his name was Mr. D. Mattia. and there were some kids in the class used to call him D. Mott. and uh, D. Mots was like this funny guy who. Uh, was really one of those quiet teachers. So we did a lot of bad things in his class. And this was like a pretty advanced class, but we we really we really acted up. And uh, but I mean those memories are the things that I, I, I hold on to and, and even right now they 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 ground me. Um I just wanted to I guess I'm here, you know, because I really didn't understand why I was here. I I feel like I'm I'm 25 years old and I haven't done anything for you guys to be looking at me and saying, you know, what has she done? But um, if there are any questions about what is ahead for you, please feel free to ask me because everything that is out there, everything that I'm privy to, you know, so are you. If you get that into your system and get that into your spirit and understand that, you know, we're not separated by anything, not time, nor space, not talent, nor gift, just acknowledgement and understanding where our gifts come from. Um, so really, I think I'm here to answer any questions or to be helpful if if, if anyone uh, has any questions about some of the type of things that I've done. All right, I wanted to ask you what kind of resistance that um, you met, because I've heard you talk about artists. To music and I wanna know what kind of resistance you met in popular culture and in the industry in general. You know, you know what I love? I'm, I'm telling you guys, please believe me, five years ago I was this. I was like, you know, what kind of resistance did y'all meet in the industry with popular culture when the time was perhaps <laughs> per se? I was, I was so, I was so that, oh God. And now, let me tell you where I am now, I accept and I understand that I don't know anything. First of all, you know, the music industry is just a microcosm of the world. So whenever you stand for something and you stand for goodness and truth, you will always get resistance. That's period. Whether you're in pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical industry, the record industry or whatever, whenever you stand for truth and for the service, you know, the service of others. See, I I could make money very easily. I could make records that are self-indulgent and, you know, basically self-promote me. I could do that. I could do that. Promote myself. That was redundant, but you know what I mean, (laughs) you know, just do those things. It's very easy. As a matter of fact, you know, lyrically as an MC, that stuff comes easy. But in order to promote something higher, I mean, I feel now at the ripe old age of 25 that the only thing that I could do is, is serve others. You understand what I'm saying? And, and because there are people who have not reached that point in their walk, you know, yes, there's a little anger, there's a little resentment because you, you raise a standard, you know, you, you, especially when you do it and, and you make some noise, you know, and you do it and, and people actually listen to what you have to say and like your record is bumping on the radio and you're saying something that holds a mirror up to a lot of the negativity and self indulgent. Things and messages that a lot of other people, you know, but but we're all young. I mean, I, I have a hard time um, being so hard on the music world, especially hip-hop, because most of them come out of the hood 17 years old, having no clue or concept, having no concept of what life really is. And because hip-hop is so fast and, and what we like changes so quickly, by the time they do get a concept, they're no longer making records, you know? so. I was, I've been put in this unique position. I have this very unique responsibility that God has made me aware while I still have the mic, you know, and it's like I was expressing to my good friend today, I said, my mother, um, you know, she taught me, she raised me with certain morals and certain standards, but you know, like any kid, when I was out there with my friends, you know, I I cut up, I wild out, acted up amongst people whose mothers may not have taught them the same ideals. But every time I acted up, it was like my mother was always right there. She was always there, like, Lauren, I see you and you know better. You know, and I got in trouble. And that is how my Father in Heaven responds to me. I, listen, I told you don't do that. (laughs) I told you don't do that. And I told you that you better have the courage because the kids, they may talk about you. They might say bad things about you, but you know, when you come home, what I have waiting for you, if you do, what I tell you to. And also what I have waiting for you if you don't. <laughs> so, that, so that's enough for me. You know, that's enough for me. I, I have reached a place, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so blessed to have reached this place where, you know, five years ago, I was so thin-skinned. Whatever anybody said would just, oh, my God, they don't like this rhyme, and all oh, my songs, and uh, You know, and then one day I woke up. And it was like my my skin was just, it was so thick it was impenetrable by those fiery darts. It just, just, they just had no effect. And I realized that that was a strength and a confidence that only came from a higher source. And uh, you know, we we have to be determined and you have to know that, um, for me now, I'm learning that it's more important to be righteous than to be right. I've tried to be right. You know, this is right. This is an injustice. This is a travesty. I'm right. But I've been very unrighteous and still right. Oh, my God, you know, because you, you can attack someone completely right, but it doesn't resolve anything. You know, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't solve your problem. So I understand now that the battlefield and that the war is so much greater than what we see before us. You know, I, I live in this physical body. This is like my address, like 22 Eater Terrace. I just gave everybody my address, but that's my address. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me, no. But this is where I live, you know, but there's something much deeper. Who I am, you know, has nothing to do with, you know, the hair and, and the shoes and stuff, even though I like shoes. <laughs> but, you know, it has nothing to do with that. So I, um, You know, and and what I do, I mean, I I find there's a lot of power in prayer. So I pray for the people who don't understand me. And i tell you, to be honest with you, I pray more now to be understood. No, excuse me, to understand than to be understood. I pray now to to learn how to love than to be loved. Because God has given me an abundance, so you know, I don't need God. These people don't understand me, they think I'm crazy. Every time I'm on the mic, they just, you know, it's not about that. I pray that I understand them so that I can talk to them, minister them, to them even more. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just not afraid of, um, you know, it, it's of no effect. It's immaterial to me. Because our enemies are not physical bodies. They're actually our family. They don't know it, and we don't always know it, but our, enemy, our, our enemies are not, you know, they're not flesh and blood. And our problems are not flesh and blood, even though we think they are. I hope that, I know that was very, like, I don't mean to sound ethereal, because what I'm saying, I'm telling you, is heavy as bricks. It's concrete. It's very concrete. Sometimes it can sound like, doo doo doo, doo you know, but it's, it's not that, you know, it's like, it, 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 who saw the, the, the movie The Matrix? Okay. Okay. Good. Then we, we, can, we can start from a point of reference. Matrix was a banging movie to me. And the reason why I appreciated it so much was because, do you remember at the end when Neo like, realized his potential? He started to see the binary code? You remember that? The whole world? Well, I'm, that's where I'm trying to be spiritually. I'm trying to see the word of God in the whole world. So every time that agent throws a punch, I'm like, I see you. Oh, okay, you know, I'm just catching his punches. You know, so I don't, I'm not afraid. You know, I'm not afraid, because I'm starting to see that. You know, things are just, situations materialize themselves, and oh, he's an agent. You know, but, the, but here's the trick, here's the trick, you, you know here's the trick, is that you have to remember that sometimes you can be an agent. You can be an agent for, to yourself. You can be an agent against someone else and not even realize that you're being used, you know? That's the matrix.